minor thoughts with Charday and Tyler. Yes, ma'am. Um, I think today we're basically touching on how we feel about coronavirus, COVID. How you say? I never say it right. COVID nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, let's start off. Like, how is it affecting you, or how is your quarantine currently going? Um, I would say my quarantine is going pretty fine. I found a job, and I had a job interview today because oh, really? For because what? of COVID. Yes, from Amazon. So anybody that's looking for a job, Amazon is hiring for fifteen dollars and seventeen dollars for right now because mm-hmm. of COVID. Yes, so Amazon is hiring, Walmart's hiring, di- different many pl- different places that are essential are hiring, and I found the job. So that's probably one of the best things that came out of my quarantine. One <laughs> of the best things that's coming out of my quarantine since I lost my serving job due to this pandemic that we're in what about you um i really haven't been doing really much um i've been like trying to stay in the house you know try to use the whole social distancing thing honestly like i'm already like a homebody so i have no problem with staying in the house but it's different when you don't have no choice but to stay in the house like yeah, i like to being forced yeah like i like to get in the car and like go to marshall's or ross or stuff like do something go out to eat and stuff like that but the fact that it's not even normal it's not even normal to go to church like there's it's not even a choice (laughs) like it's not even a choice at this point this stuff is crazy it's crazy to me and what i've been doing just really been trying to catch up on my schoolwork i've been watching a couple shows um one show i've been watching was ozark i finished that have you watched ozark Yes, I watched Ozark and I finished that. And I watched, um, currently, right now, I'm watching Money Heist. And that is pretty good. So, you started from the beginning? Yes, I started from the beginning of Money Heist. So, all these different shows and all, like, all these different shows that didn't get any, like, recognition before are definitely getting recognition now since we have no choice but to be at home and watch them. Have you um have you watched Tiger King? I watched some of it, but I really can't get into it. Me neither. Like everybody was hyping it up. Like my best friend was telling me, like, you should watch it's very interesting. And I was just like, okay, let me give it a chance. And it's really not even about nothing but like <laughs> tigers and this guy, you know, he's a lesbian or whatever, and he's beefing with this lady. And I just mm-hmm. don't even see the hype. Like it, I just don't understand why people were so excited about it. Yeah, I think they're just, you know, sometimes things can be overrated. That's true. Or just based off what you like, you know. So where do you think this COVID-19 came from? Because I was doing some research. Well, I really wasn't doing that much research, but I was doing some little research. And somebody was like, it came from this lady because she ate a bat. Yes, I believe that it did. I'm not sure, like, where... Like, you know, if it originally came from China or, you know, wherever. But I know that they said it came from Wuhan, China. But me personally, I do think, like, maybe it's been, you know, it's been, you know, surfacing for some time. That's why I'm like, I'm not sure exactly the place. But I do think that it came from someone eating something that they shouldn't be eating and a bat is one thing that you should not be eating because that is not a meal okay no matter how much you cook it clean it a bat is not something that you should be eating so i do think that 
you're onto something we see coming from a bat, a woman eating a bat. bat. Yeah, but like to me, like that doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me because it's like a lot of diseases that came about since I was growing up as a kid. Like you remember Ebola, yeah, the West Nile disease. And my point of it, like, I just don't really understand. Maybe you can like explain to me, but I really don't understand why it's so serious because like when Ebola was going on, like it was serious, but it was to the point where like we couldn't go to the stores, we couldn't go out, we couldn't do nothing. And then what's now is literally coming from mosquitoes. Like we mosquitoes are still flying around today. Like so with the West Now thing, it wasn't even that serious either. Like we were still able to go outside and we would get the West Now from outside, like because of mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. So I'm just not really understanding where the seriousness came in it. Like where who I, I don't I think maybe the seriousness comes from um it's it's coming from like the severity of the people dying. So even though that there are many more cases of people surviving, there's still a lot of cases of people dying. So yes, mm-hmm. during the swine flu and during like Ebola, I think, and I think maybe during the swine flu, a lot of more people may have died. But I don't think that they were. I don't think it was as rapid as this was. Yeah. Like this is this is like very like every single day someone's getting this, and I feel like from the swine flu, it was maybe because I I can't even remember what was going on during Ebola or the swine flu like I was alive but it's like it wasn't impacting me like this is impacting me like because I maybe because I wasn't old enough or my you know my parents now it's kind of like I feel like because it's so rapid this it's keep happening every day and like I seen an article that said like at least 2,000 or more people had died in one day so I feel like that's why it's so um it's so you know of much of an impact it's having on the economy and uh the world because of how rapid it keeps producing like so many people keep getting it and like if it wasn't as many people mm-hmm. getting it, if it wasn't so couldn't just like any other sickness is contagious but like if it wasn't just so you know it's airborne you know if you cough if you sneeze if you, mm-hmm. whatever you do you can get it so it's kind of like it's scary and i think that i think that the world should put out i mean not the world but i think that the news should put out more positive things even though there's just the because to me i think mm-hmm. it's just the same amount of positive and negative yes um 10,000 people may have died i mean may have survived from this but now it's still like 30,000 people constantly getting it every day so I yeah. think that it's making it's scaring people more than it not saying more than it should because it should scare you it should put you where you want to feel like you know you need yeah. to know how severe that this is it should be that way but they need to just make it an equal where they show the negative and the positive they're just mostly showing the negative which is making it worse if they didn't show so much of the negative it would, you know, it would balance out, and I feel like people wouldn't be as scared, or um, yes. you know, just, just not like feeling like they don't have any hope behind it. Like, and if it wasn't so severe, like when the patients are like sick of it, they're like they're in critical condition. Like, it's not, you know, mm-hmm. some some people are having 
mild symptoms and then some people are having like on their deathbed so that's kind of that's scary as well yeah I think um like you said that is scary and I was reading over like the symptoms and stuff and it was like fever tiredness dry cough uh, you may lose your taste. You may lose your smell. You may have like and it was like be you know feel yeah. weary. And it was like to me, it was like the same symptoms as the flu. But like I was just like, so what's what's crazy? I was having this conversation with one of my friends um like a couple of days ago, and she was telling me that she felt like she had it already. And I was just like, why do you feel that? And she was like, well, back when it like. Um, around November, December, she was really sick and she had the flu, but like she got, she overcome it. But like a lot of people really saying like on social media and stuff like that, like they feel like they already had it and they like recovered from it. And I'm just like, that's crazy because like people are really sick and getting sick and they're not recovering from it and people are dying. And I'm just like, I just feel like scientists or whoever's working on a cure for this is missing something because how do we have the same symptoms as the flu, but you get the flu and you overcome it and you prescribe medicine. And this is just my thought of it. Like I'm not a doctor or nothing. I'm not an expert, but like when I had the flu before and when I went to the doctor, they gave me medicine to overcome it. So like, are they at least trying to give them like flu like medicine to overcome? It's not the exact same as the flu just because Mm -hmm. of um, when the, like the flu. So most of the time that I've heard when you, when people died from the flu, they had the flu and they had pneumonia. So they didn't really just have mm-hmm. just the flu, which killed them. You see what I'm saying? Like they had mm-hmm. the flu and like I hear I hear a lot of times like people die from pneumonia because of like, um, you know, if, just if they have like, I feel like pneumonia is like, like a respiratory. Yeah, you know? like they, I feel like pneumonia is kind of one of those, is those sicknesses where if you already have something wrong with you, this is going to come in and it's going to attack more because your, your um white blood cells and your cells that are keeping you healthy are already deteriorating because you're already sick. And then it's like pneumonia comes in and just pushes it on out. So then that's what I think with the flu. That's why I think it's different from the flu and um, COVID because, you know, most of the time when I heard people dying from the flu, you know, they had the flu, they were sick, and then they came in and pneumonia, like, took over their body. And that that's what killed them. And I feel like with COVID, it's different because I've heard people, I've seen stories where people, you know, they go into the hospital and they, they have uh, the corona and then they get pneumonia while they're in the hospital because of the corona. So now they have both and it killed them. And then I've seen stories where they just went into the, they just went in for the corona and they died. So it's like, it's killing them. It's something that's killing them. It's something in the corona that's, that sets them just a tad, that sets it a tad bit apart from the flu it's like that mm-hmm. it's just one thing maybe maybe one or two things that's like different that you feel or maybe it's just that the, it may not be different at all it may just be like the coronavirus has it's going in and it's shutting your body down immediately like the flu may have to take yeah. time like to build and be like, that's what I- yeah yeah, that's what I was with the whole medicine thing. Like when you have the flu and you have pneumonia, they kind of like prescribe you medicine. So like, have they tried to like prescribe like somebody 
the medicine that they prescribe you for flu and pneumonia and like if that kind of helps a little bit can they go in and get something a little bit stronger it's just like my, my I'm not in the hospital right now I don't know what's going on but like are they really trying like yes these people are sick yes they're putting them under like ventilators and stuff like that but are they really trying to give these people medicine to cure it and then I was reading this article and it was like it's a new symptom and it was like you have like warts and stuff on your feet so not only do you get a cough or a fever, like flu-like symptoms and pneumonia symptoms, but you also losing taste, losing smell, and then you're getting like little warts on your feet. And I just feel like that's crazy. Like what, <laughs> like what, like I just really want to know like where all this come from. And I was talking to my manager earlier today before we started this podcast and she was telling me like she believed that it's a man-made a disease or whatever like a man-made virus and I was like why do you feel like that and she was like she felt like somebody was like messing with stuff like messing with something and like the scientist um was messing with something in a lab and stuff like that and a coronavirus came about and then like they spread it and not knowing they're spreading it and I was like and I thought she was talking crazy but like it kind of makes sense to me because a lot of diseases and viruses that we have today are man-made so I I think that um, I would say I don't think it's man-made only because I feel like everything is predestined and I feel like God knows everything that's going to happen, when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen way before mm -hmm. our time when we knew, like when we were born, he knew that we were going to have this pandemic and he knew that that's we were so going to be in this, you know, we were going to have to endure this. And so I feel like, uh, I seen, I seen a scripture. And it was saying, you know, I can't recite it word for word, but it was basically saying how, you know, if we get on our knees and we pray to God, he will take away mm -hmm. this, uh, the problems from his, from our land, from our world. And I, and I, as I read the problems, it talked about how an epidemic was going to come about. And this is, and right now we're in an epidemic. And then it talked about how, um, it talked about how he was going to set fire to land. And in Australia, they were having many wildfires and mm -hmm. people people were dying. The trees were burning down, the koala bears and everything that was in the um, Australia was just dying out. And the the middle one was, it was a swarm. It was a swarm of... Um, it, was, it, it was saying something about setting, some, setting loose of something. And the in mm -hmm. Africa, there are like it was a like a, a swarm, like millions and millions of these bugs that were just terrorizing <laughs> people and just going after like they couldn't even go outside because there were so many bugs. And it was, and I was just thinking like, you know, if this was man-made, like, could would this be in the Bible? But it's like it's different. I just feel like it's different. It's like it's something. Mm -hmm. I feel like that it's not man-made but i do feel like that they could do something quicker and that could be more sufficient to help yeah. the virus um you know the helping the virus decrease and you know to get it to go in the way because of course it's going to take them some time to find a vaccine but like how of many course. how long does it take you to find a vaccine like you know if it's going to take you six or seven months to find a vaccine let the first vaccine be the one since it took you this long yeah, and then also, I think it's a lot of, like, I feel like we're lacking communication. Like, yeah, y'all getting on TV and telling us, like, things that we should do, but, like, you 
you know, like, you know, instead of extending it, so like we on social media and they just extended it to May 13th. Like, instead of extending it, like, give us the day, like, give us enough time to, like, extend it. Like, you telling us last minute, it's just like, if you're going to extend this to August, just tell us this is going to be extended to August so that we can prepare and we can plan for this stuff to be extended. Like, once you, I feel like this is affecting a lot of people and a lot of people's businesses. Like, yes, we talked about the first episode. Sure. Yeah, like, they don't know. Like, we, we don't, people, like, we talked about the first episode. A lot of black owned businesses depend on their money from their black owned businesses yes. to keep their family coming, keep their family rolling. And I just feel like the, like, I don't want to ban- blame it on the government. I don't want to blame it on the president, but with the lack of communication that's very selfish because y'all yes y'all can get on the tv and tell us okay tomorrow 11 59 everybody have to wear masks okay we're going to extend it to may 13th but if y'all know this and the doctors know that this is not going to just be ended by the end of may then tell us the longest extended so we can be prepared for it and i know that you said you didn't want to blame the government and i don't want to blame the government either but I'm going to blame the government because this is something I have seen. And it, and it just makes me, you know, more, it just makes me more aware of how the government works based off how things have been ran this entire pandemic. Mm-hmm. I seen a video and back in 2015, 2014, I think it was 2015, maybe 2015. And President Barack Obama was telling us how it was going to be a pandemic. It was going to be a virus or a sickness that may that was going to affect the world five to ten years from now. And we're in the five year mark, and here is this virus that's infecting the economy and affected affecting us where we don't know what to do because we weren't prepared for it. And so what he was saying was, we're not going to be able to get it. We're not going to be able to like. We're not going to be able to not go through this we're going to have to go through this but it's best that we're prepared and where the government lacks is is that we weren't prepared because if we were to prepare for this we would have been able to know we're going to be off from work we're going to be out from school for this long yeah that's definitely true and then they could have they would have prepared they would have had a vaccine or they would have had something that would be able to treat it where people where thousands of people wouldn't have to die from it and because because a thousand people are dying from it now and they weren't able to, it's like the government is shutting us down now because since <laughs> they weren't prepared, shutting us down, it's like this is an easier way for us to prevent the sickness. Yes, we probably were going to have to shut down, but for so long because they weren't prepared. If they would have been prepared, mm-hmm. it wouldn't like it wouldn't be so deep into what it is now. And also, um, like the other day, I was watching the news or whatever. Like, this is gonna really because we I was watching it. It was not like a week ago, and this lady I don't know who she was, but she got on the TV and she basically tried to blame um, blame our generation for it spreading. And she was basically saying like this generation is a me generation, and we got it spread it because all of us like all us college kids we were on spring break in Miami and all these other places doing what we were supposed to be doing. The pandemic came about, and I was saying to myself like we didn't know it was gonna get as big as it did. Like when literally when spring break was going on, that's when it got as big as it did. Yes. And when I when she was saying it to me, I was like, dang, like you can't sit here and try to blame us for the pandemic going on like it's still people who her age she was like she like she was in like her mid-40s it's older people younger people 
everybody is the cause of it. Like, it's not just us. Like, at the end of the day, I kind of agree on her when we kind of, she was like, this is kind of a me generation because I was having that conversation with somebody else. But you can't sit here and just try to blame us about the corona spreading. And she was, she said, like, um, parents or like if you can like tell your your children to really where your teenagers or like us young adults to be still and she was basically saying like we the main people who can't be still and I said I disagree with that and I also agree with that so like how do you feel about her saying like this we are me generation and we're the cause of the corona for it spreading um, I wouldn't say that we're just the exact cause because there are plenty of people who are you know they're still going about their day because I've seen like I've seen plenty of stories of pastors keeping their churches open. Um, uh, I've seen another story of hair salons trying to keep their stuff open, and both of them passed away from the coronavirus. And so, and you know, this pastor was in his sixties, and so he's not of our generation. And the hair salon beautician lady, I'm not sure how old, but she was she was very much older than me. So she wasn't in my generation. I wouldn't I wouldn't put a blame on somebody oh, spreading yeah. because of Well, she wasn't know. like directly saying like this generation, but she was basically saying like like she, that's basically what she was saying. Like that's what I took out of it. She was trying to sugarcoat it and beat around it because she was on TV and a lot of people was watching her. I, but like I agree. I like I'm not I don't agree. I'm not saying I don't agree with her saying like trying to put a blame, like say this specific group, these children. Like, you know, the, the younger a group. But I would say the younger, you know, younger people are feeling more untouchable from it. You know, they don't, they feel mm-hmm. like, um, you know, because when they first came out with, um, you know, symptoms and who was it affecting, it was affecting babies. Older like, people. yeah, older people and babies. Like, it would affect someone, you know, three years or younger or, someone 65 and older so it I think that they took that and ran with like oh this is not gonna affect me because I'm not 65 or I'm not yeah I'm 20 (laughs) so I don't have to worry about this and so and and it didn't really hit until people 20 and 25 and 26 started telling their stories and saying how I'm being affected by this I'm in the hospital and I don't have you know I'm fighting for my life because of this and so I think that's when I don't know if people took it more serious but when that happened but that's when I that's when I started to see people you know feel like you know I maybe I do need to you know chill in the house or this is if I don't really have to go outside then I shouldn't have to but yeah. I do I do see some I, I see kids I do see some on Twitter to still today you know like <laughs> yeah I'm not worried about it and I'm just like you know it's I feel like what she may have been trying to say, which is how I would look at it. Because when I see those tweets, I think it's because of people like you. So it's not yeah. a certain age. It's just because of people like you, people who feel like they can't get this or untouchable or they're not doing anything. And that's for anything. Yeah. Thank so, like yeah, it's for people like you, not just, oh, the young people are causing the corona to continue because they won't stay in the house because there are plenty of young people who are like, I ain't getting this. I'm finna stay inside. I ain't going nowhere. No, really. None of it. And also, like, um, I was thinking about it, like, whenever we was talking about we was going to talk about this, I was just really ta- thinking about it, Shanae, and I just really feel so bad for, like, seniors, like, seniors in high school and yes. seniors in college. And I feel bad for seniors in high school because, 
Shaday, imagine your senior year in high school mm-hmm. and yes. this I'll be crushed. You can't go to prom, graduation. Literally, like, you can't walk across the stage. And, yes, everybody, like, not everybody graduates from high school. But, like, yes, high school is cool and all. But, like, literally, I felt pride in myself graduating from high school. And then the fact that I worked hard for these four years and I can't walk across the stage or I can't even have my last prom, like, this is just crazy to me. And I just feel so sorry for them because, yeah, they're not supposed to just be thinking about this because people are really out there dying. But, like literally, and then college students. I worked harder than I did in high school. Harder. So I struggled for this degree. I can't cross the stage. Like, oh, like I would be so sad. Like, so devastated. Like, I just, it's just, this is just crazy to me. And I just feel like it's a message simply because, like, I was seeing something on Twitter. And and this girl, she kind of made a good point. She was like, a lot of us, when we were working, when the when the world was moving at a good pace and everything was normal, a lot of us and a lot of people were saying like, Lord, I'm tired. Lord, help me. I need a break. And she was saying on this stuff, and she was like, now we finally have a break, so I need to really take this time to really like just chill out and get to know yourself more, like or get to know God more, mm-hmm. and just take this break. So whenever the this roll over, then we're back to it. And I was like, yeah, that kind of even makes sense because. Was a lot of times where I was like, Lord, I'm tired of this. I need a break. I need da, 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 da. and then we finally got that break, and we're still complaining. I so. I truly I definitely agree with that because this entire time I feel like I have been finding myself. I feel like I have you know I've been talking to God more. I feel like I have been you know I've taken time to put into my craft. I have been able to you know. There just do a lot of searching of many different things, and I feel like this time, you know, giving me enough this this situation has given me enough time to do those things. I also, uh, I do feel I truly do feel for the high school students and for the college students, but I truly, truly feel for the high school students because you don't get it back. Yeah, you you never get it back. Like you know, college. uh, Yes, that's very important. Don't get me wrong. But those college kids are going to be able to come back and graduate in mm-hmm. December. Like for our school, you know, they may can't graduate in May and it's not the school fault, but they can still come back. At least they're still being able to have the opportunity to come back in the fall and graduate with the fall students. But the co- the high school students will never get a graduation ever again. They will never get the chance to walk the stage and say, I received my diploma on the stage for high school because, I, I you know, Unless they're going to yeah. postpone it, they're not going to come back a year later and say, hey, you know, everybody from class of 2020, if you didn't graduate on this, you know, during graduation time, here's 2021, you know, and they're not going to do that. And I just feel like that's messed up because these kids have put so much time and they put so much work into, this, to, into school. Like, not even if it's just school, they've had these activities, they've been, they've participated, they've done everything that they're supposed to do to graduate, and then now they don't have the opportunity to do that. And I feel like, you know, starting schools would, would you know, I understand under the circumstances, but you still have to make up something for something. Like, June will come, July will come, August will come. Mm-hmm. You, these these kids still need to have a graduation because I would be, I if I was the president, the class president of my class, and it was 2020, we can ready to graduate. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna fight with all my superintendents, my everybody that's on this school board. You guys are gonna have to tell me 
something about us having a graduation, even if it's in August when it's time to go to college. I'm gonna come back to graduate so my family and my friends can see me graduate, walk across the stage, just like it's this accomplishment that you, you know, it's it's not the same just having the diploma. Mm-hmm. And then also I seen this um on Twitter, this user, his name is Lincoln Jack D. He um posted this little thing on Twitter. He was like, like most high school college seniors, I'm saddened by the loss of milestone events, prom and graduation in an unprecedented time. It will give us a great comfort to hear your voice. We ask you to consider giving a national commencement speech to the class of 2020. He was talking to Barack Obama. And I just feel like they're so good. Like I really do hope Obama give the speech to the, the students and many other high school and colleges because it's just like we need that type of comfort like not saying anything against Trump but like I just feel like Obama's brought in a different type of energy and like they definitely yes. need that motivation and need somebody to talk to them about like this is okay things happen better days are really just coming for you guys better days are to come don't feel like this is something that um you know this is just because I know that there are people who are, you know, this may have been a good thing to some people, like my mom. I mean, not a good thing, but, like, just put you in a better situation. My mom, she um, was, like, sick or whatever, and, you know, she was just, she was, she's been working since she was 18. So, she's been going to work constantly every day for about 40 years. And so, you know, this, this is giving her a break. Like, she's been off for, like, three weeks, and she's like, I'm fine, you know, I have my money, you know, but she's set to be able to be off for weeks upon a time. And then, so I know that this may be bad for some people. Like, they don't think of it in that light of the situation there. You know, they're, this put them more into a hardship. You know, they're they're struggling more. You know, they, they're without a job. You know, they have to go through these things. And so it's kind of like, you know, the rainbow, the, the storm doesn't last forever. There will always be a rainbow at the end of a storm. And I just feel like once this is all over, that'll be our rainbow and we'll be able to be back outside yes. and you know just be getting back to normal and I feel like we're gonna we're not gonna take it for granted anymore like I would take for granted having to you know walk to class oh I'm tired of walking to class I'm tired of going to class right never again. I won't even take going outside but granted like I'm going to make sure I go outside every day at least spend some time outside I literally, outside. I literally, like, I literally went out it was so pretty outside warm felt good I literally went outside and I sat there and I thought to myself and I was thinking and I was praying and I was doing whatever I had to do I was outside because I could have did it inside where I would normally do it at, and inside <laughs> but I'm like you know what I don't I don't have you know I might not be able to come outside tomorrow so this is my perfect time right I just feel like Yes, and I just really feel like whenever, like, I do get a chance to get back to work, get back to school, like, my work ethic and my attitude about certain stuff is going to be very positive. Not saying it was negative back then, but I just don't be sometimes bad. I was complaining. But I promise when I get, when this is over, I am, my work ethic, my positivity is going to be at an all-time high. I, I definitely agree with that. So, like, you know, all the stuff that, oh, that's getting on my nerves. Oh, I don't want to do that. Oh, uh, uh, all the oohs that I ever had. I don't have any yeah. of those oohs no more. Well, if you let me back outside. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go to work. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be on time. Okay, I'm not gonna be late to work no more. Be there. 
I'm gonna be there. <laughs> right. I'm not gonna be rushing. I'm not gonna be rushing. I have to get up an hour yes, before I'm I get up early. early. I'm gonna be ready. Yes. If I'm supposed to be at work at 10, I'm gonna be there at 9 45 because I'm ready. I'm here to work. I'm ready. I'm ready to do everything. And it's just so much that every people had in store. All of this stuff is don't worry, it's coming. Yes, let's not even talk about it. Well, before this, I want to wrap it up. I want to give a couple of advice for I was reading something about advice to just give the people out there. Just make sure you stand six feet apart from one another. Instead, avoid touching your hands, nose, and mouth, and don't spit in public. For those who like to spit in public, don't spit in public. Um, it also says make sure you're wearing your mask, do not reuse. Your mask, like if it's a paper mask, do not reuse it. Throw it away. Um, make sure you wearing uh, gloves anywhere you go. If you touch anything, make sure you have gloves. Especially Please wash your hands because that's what people are most. Yes, wash your hands every second and you, you can. Like you... When you come in the house, every time you... go. I was saying, like if you uh if you leave the house, you come back in the house, wash your hands. If you get it packages. Spray the packages yes. down and wash your hands. Just make sure y'all just are staying safe so that we can get Truly. over this And if you feel like you have like- any type of symptoms with anything, you have shortness of breath, you have a cough, you have anything. If you just get sick and you feel like, oh, I can get over it, da da da, no, go to the hospital and get get under whatever type of treatment they whatever <laughs> they doing to help whatever they doing. Get get like don't. You know, just lay around and do whatever you got to do what's that to help you overcome this.